Hello, and welcome to the LI Law Podcast. I'm your host, Zahava Schechter. The premise of this podcast is to feature issues, developments, and topics affecting the law and how it relates to those of us who live and work on Long Island, New York. While most people think of Long Island as consisting of Nassau and Suffolk counties, actually, Long Island also includes Brooklyn, known as Kings County, and Queens, which are also two boroughs of New York City. Approximately 3 million people live in Nassau and Suffolk counties, and there are another 5 million residents of Kings and Queens counties. So this podcast is for the 8 million of us who live and work here and are impacted by local and state legislative and judicial decisions. I recently saw a very interesting interview on the Long Island Business Report on WLIW with Kevin Law of the Long Island Association, who said that about one-third of all Nassau and Suffolk residents commute daily to New York City, probably Manhattan. So it also makes sense for us to discuss legal matters throughout New York City when they're relevant. This is our first recording, so please let us know if you have general questions or suggestions for future shows. Also, please check out our show notes for more information. Please keep in mind we will not be providing legal advice for any specific questions. Our guest on this podcast is Sal DiVincenzo, who has helped me launch this podcast. Sal is one of the business reference librarians at the Miller Business Center at Middle Country Public Library and Center Reach. He has been at Middle Country for 12 years. Sal served as the chairperson person of the RUSA Business Reference in Public Libraries Committee of the American Library Association and was a recipient of the Morningstar Public Librarian Support Award in 2013. He also co-authored the book Supporting Local Businesses and Entrepreneurs in the Digital Age for Libraries Unlimited. In 2018, Sal became host of the weekly MCPL podcast, which I recommend downloading, which highlights programming and services available at that library, as well as providing outreach to the middle country community. Thank you, Sal, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Great. So let's start by letting our listeners know a little bit about the Miller Center and the legal resources available to patrons. Sure. The Miller Business Center is here at the Middle Country Public Library in Center Reach. We're kind of centrally located. We offer uh, access to business reference services as well as, as legal reference services as well. So we have a plethora of wonderful resources here for anyone who wants to come down. We're open to the public. And there's some really great things for folks who are interested in finding some some information out, legal information. Great. So what are some of the legal resources in particular that are available to patrons? Well, one big one that we have is Westlaw. Westlaw is a database, a legal database. I'm sure you've used it before. Um, yes, I have. It is, uh, is a uh, database that folks can do research on. And it is available here for, for free. There's no charge. Folks can come down. Uh, they do have to come to the center, though. It's not something that's available off-site uh, like some of our other databases, but they do come down to the center. Uh, we'll get you on a, on a machine, and you can sit, and you can do as much research as you like. That's so great. That's do you need you know. an appointment? To that? use Westlaw? No, you do not need an appointment. Uh, you come down whenever we're open. We're open Monday through Sunday. Come down, and we'll, we'll get you on, and then you can access the data. Okay, and what advice do you have for someone who is interested in legal issues affecting his or her business, but maybe isn't a lawyer and doesn't know where to start? Well, we have a number of resources here uh, in, in regarding, uh, we have books, we have, um, we do, uh, in, in addition to books, we have um, the, the New York Law Journal, we have an extensive law collection, and 
you know, we have partnerships with other organizations. So if you come down and you're in a particular lo- location, you know, particular spot where you're building your business, your law firm, and you're not quite certain where you're going with it, um, you'll be able to come down and we'll guide you in the right direction. That sounds great. And do you need to be a member of the Middle Country Public Library to use the Miller Business Center? You do not. You can come down. We're a public library, so you can come down uh, whenever you like. Uh, but additionally, if you have a library card with your local library, you can become a Miller member. You can just register your local library card with us, become a Miller member, and then you'll gain access to the majority of our databases off-site. So you'll be able to access them from your home or office. Uh, and then you can also access all the wonderful services, and we, we'll put you on our mailing list so this way you find out when we have great programming here as well. It's all free. There's no charge. <laughs> it sounds great. Here we are in Suffolk County. If I have a Nassau County Library card, may I also access? Absolutely, every- positively. We we want to support all Long Islanders, regardless of where they are. <laughs> sounds great. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast? Sure, yeah. It's uh, the Middle Country Public Library Podcast. We're a weekly podcast. We, are, uh, we usually publish on Thursdays, and we focus on the services that we offer our patrons here at the library from programming to obviously the books and the dvds and all the 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 amazing things that we have to offer here uh so folks can listen to us we're very short we're like a little 15 20 minute podcast a great you know for commuting uh you can listen to us in the car on your way back and forth um and it's a great uh opportunity for our community to find out what we offer as well. So we, we tend to, you know, do some segments that are community-based. So it's not just about books. It's not just about the library. It's about everything. Well, thank you, Sal, and I definitely appreciate all the help you've given me to get this podcast started. It's my pleasure. So in as much as we're focusing on law and uh, how it affects us here on Nassau County, we're going to go through some of our uh, weekly segments. Um, one weekly segment is called What's on Your Desk? So I want to talk about Uh, one of the files on my desk and how that can help our listeners. Um, The file concerns a man who died without a will, and the only asset of the decedent's estate was an annuity which lacked a beneficiary designation. Had a beneficiary been named, the beneficiary could have provided the death certificate and claimed the proceeds as the beneficiary. He or she then would have received the money, and that would have been the end of the story. But without the designation, there's a need to file a petition with the surrogate's court, which is the only court in New York State which deals with the affairs of deceased persons. This takes time and money paid to an estate attorney. So if you're listening to this uh, podcast, consider this your wake-up call to check all of your beneficiary designations on your bank and brokerage accounts, life insurance policies, annuities, and retirement accounts. It does not cost you anything, and it could save the people you leave behind a great deal of time and money. Why pay lawyers to do later what you could have done at no charge earlier? So said as a lawyer. So now we're going to move on to another weekly segment called Only on Long Island. And one of the things that I saw this week concerned a report in Newsday on June 6th concerning a federal lawsuit filed here in the Eastern District of New York against a Port Jefferson man, Adnan Kiriskioglu who owns or is connected to nine Long Island gas stations whose whose storage tanks allegedly contaminated groundwater on Long Island. 
the federal prosecutor here claimed that the improper storage of gas could, and I'm quoting the Newsday article, contaminate the health and safety of residents of Nassau and Suffolk counties. In addition, it's alleged that gas attendants refused to allow EPA officials to inspect the underground storage tanks. The affected gas stations on Long Island are in Freeport, there are three, Amityville, Bellport, Comac, Medford, Miller Place, and Roosevelt. The identity and specific addresses of the gas stations were not mentioned in the article, but that brings me to an issue which looks like to be an ongoing and of limited duration concerning the quality and appearance of our water on Long Island. It's ironic that Long Island is surrounded by water, and yet the quality of our drinking, bathing, and multi-use water is terrible. The Long Island congressional delegation, which consists of Representatives Zeldin of Shirley, King of Seaford, Swazi of Glen Cove, and Rice of Garden City, has requested that the Environmental Protection Agency, quote, immediately set maximum contaminant levels for Nassau and Suffolk County drinking water, which is said to be the most contaminated water in New York State. Nassau County in particular has the highest amount of detected emerging contaminants, including 1,4-dioxane, PFOS, and PFOA. Sal, it makes me glad that I have a whole house water filter, but I'm not sure that that's enough. Grassroots community efforts on the island are making their voices heard to deal with this environmental debacle. So I urge our listeners to get involved. Let your legislators know that clean and safe drinking water is important to you. Now, Sal, you may know that I'm an estate planning and administration attorney. So when I read Newsday every morning, first I go to the comics, and then I go to the obituary column. <laughs> so the June 10th column reported that Laura Mancy died at the age of 75. She was a resident of Brentwood. Ms. Mancy was a grassroots civic leader who successfully led the fight to shut down Long Island's only state prison, as well as block the controversial multi-town waste-to-energy pro project at the former Pilgrim Psychiatric Center, both in Brentwood. She organized protesters and took on powerful political interests. Later in life, Ms. Mancy became public uh, information director at the Suffolk Water Authority and served for 10 years on the Huntington Zoning Board of Appeals, four of them as chairperson. May her memory be a blessing. And that's it for our first recording. We did it, Sal. We did it. Thank you so much for helping me start this podcast. I look forward to checking in with you after a few more episodes. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to this first recording on June 11, 2019. Be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please rate us, hopefully five stars, with a review that could start with, now that summer is here and the summer is peeking out between the frequent episodes of rain, I'm heading out to Jones Beach to enjoy the rest of my day. And while I'm sunbathing, I can't wait to hear the next recording of the L.I. Law podcast so I know what's going on in Long Island. Thanks for listening.